And we're back. How's it going, guys? What up, what up? I got Amy J. Cordova to my left. I got Guri to my Jonesy to my right. (laughs) What up, motherfuckers? And I am Noah Kinsey. And we are talking The Godfather Part 2. Oh, God. So, (laughs) overview. Amy. That's your sentence. Yes. Jonesy. All I got to say is, oh, God, Father 2. (laughs) And for me, I certainly enjoyed a few drinks watching this movie. <laughs> Dude, I was high as shit. So I actually, yeah, I actually uh, went on Periscope afterwards to talk about it. Uh huh. Um, just to kind of get like in front of it. And oh my God, I rewatched the Periscope. And at the start of it, I was like, all right, so we're going to talk about it. Like, how part of you. And what did De Niro do You could have been a better actor in that movie. Oh. Yeah, seriously, God. right? I don't know, Seriously, man. I don't know. I, I feel we are like... going to get so much hate for this, yeah, but you know what? Cares? You know what? This podcast don't is about care. cutting the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Cut the shit. Let's get to it. Listen yep. to me, fucking Coppola. Mm-hmm. I don't care if your beard's better than everybody else. Why did you make a part two? Seriously, why? Is it just me, or does De Niro look like a young young De Niro looks like Tobey Maguire? My wife thought he looked like I a know. young Ryan Gosling. What? And I'm like. Mm-hmm. A little bit, maybe a little bit, because it's like the slick back hair and the you know the skinny face. It's all like narrow, yeah. You know what I mean? So really thin. Amy and I talked about this on the Periscope a little bit ago, but it was weird for me to watch De Niro do a Marlon Mm -hmm. impression or Marlon Brando impression. Yeah, it was very strange because his voice kept going like this, and he's like, his face is why? I just felt like he just growled the whole time, or like growl whisper. Yeah, he's like, no, I can't think that. I'm gonna refuse. You know what? I can't. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what he did. You know, uh, he was. I think they said he was uh, the first and maybe only actor to win an Oscar for a character that another actor played. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, both him and Brand, or for the same, yeah, for the same character. So both of them won really? an Oscar for it. All right. So I mean, here's the thing. Like this movie was. So <laughs> fucking long. It was. Like, Coppola, I cannot get back my three and a half hours. No. Okay? Like, he I cannot get that one. back. Like, mid midway through, I'm like, honey, can, can we, like, fool around, like, when we were in high school through this movie yeah. or something? Like, because I can't really. <laughs> it says intermission. Yeah. You know I what know. I mean? So, can we, can we do this, my, my said Mine said, um, insert disc two. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, was that was the biggest thing. When uh, I got this in the mail from Netflix... And my first clue I was in it for trouble. Gave you there like was two DVDs. There were two DVDs. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I grew up with the movies that had like two VHSs, but that made right. sense because yeah, there's you, only so much room in a VHS. You know, you're in a long one when they give you two fucking discs. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, oh no. Can we just not do any more movies that require an intermission? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, oh, 2001: A Space God. Odyssey was. I was okay with that intermission. Yeah. And that was like half this briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like it. Yeah. I'm like, sweet weed break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go do this. <laughs> no, seriously, man. Like, I could have literally migrated yeah. from fucking Italy to America, back to Italy, back to America right. faster than this fucking movie got done. <laughs> like, seriously. Absolutely. I was just, for <laughs> me, I was just like, what? Here's oh the thing. God. The fucking the first one ended so beautifully. Yeah. It was so beautifully orchestrated. Like, you know what, Coppola, take my three hours. In the first movie, because 100%. that was something that we we didn't see, and you saw that one, right, Amy? You were on that podcast. No, I wasn't. No, you weren't. Have you seen on the first podcast. one? No. Oh, see. <laughs> oh, well. There. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not an excuse for this movie, but, but still, I'm saying that one is enjoyable. It's a very good movie. Much more enjoyable than this one because I feel like the first one you get Michael Corleone, who is more of a. He has a way more sympathetic yeah. than he yeah. was in this entire. It's one movie of those where it's like all. you really root for him to get out of this world, or and or allowing of, him to get deep into this yeah. world because his his need to do that was much more heartfelt than anything he was doing in this fucking movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and I think at least in my opinion, I felt like the one thing that I did like about Godfather Two was the Vito Corleone, like his his migration here, right. 
that was much more interesting to me, that whole storyline and how he kind of sprinkled it through. I was just like, fuck, dude, can you guys just take that movie? That's the thing. Choose one. Choose, yeah. yeah. You don't need the two different movies yeah. here. And I understand, yeah. in, at least in my opinion, like I understand that you have how one person is falling out of power and losing it, and then you have one person, how he came into his power. I mean, that's ultimately what's paraleling well, he, the storyline. Michael never lost a power. He lost his no, family. He, no, but that's the point. Without yeah. the family, there is no power. Yeah. That's the point within this mob movie. But I didn't care enough Mm-mm. about that to really... Yeah. Because at the very end of the last movie, I mean, you obviously knew that he's like, well, I'm going to make it a legitimate business in five years. And then he got deeper and deeper and deeper yeah. into it. At the end of the day, I was just like, well, this guy's just a fucking asshole. No wonder why everybody around him wants him yeah. dead. You know what I mean? Like, good for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Sorry yeah. your attempts failed, bro. Sorry, bro. You know, it's like, fuck you guys. Right? And then outside of that, you know, the first, the first one, again... Great arc. This one, I just, at the very end of the movie, like the fucking end of the movie ended, and I was just like, that's it, motherfucker? Yeah, there was like, no arc. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't I, at all. I was going to ask I'm you guys. I'm telling you, the only arc that I found was in that B story with Vito uh-huh. Corleone. Yeah. Right? Because he was a good guy. He was doing everything right, and then he was realized, I'm not going to get fucking pushed around, and then mm-hmm. his arc came from kind of like a Michael Corleone type of scenario. I'm going to be a good guy, and then I'm going to kind of fall into this thing, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately where he got his power yeah. from. I'm like, that was way more interesting, where I didn't get too... Sh- I, to be honest with you, I was rooting for Michael to die. Yeah. Like, fuck that yeah. guy. Somebody shoot that bitch in the face. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And nobody did. Nobody did. I'm sorry. Nobody. No. They tried. I'm sorry no one shot him in the face, Gary. They tried with keeping well, I... those drapes open. Yeah. They tried. Why they are did. the drapes open? What? Pow, 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 pow. Pew, pew, Which pew, is a weird-ass question pew, 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 to ask. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, because I forgot to close them. I don't really understand yeah. the question. No, because why? I was giving the fucking boys a show? I don't know. Yeah, I was calling down to somebody, and the drapes, mm. are, you know. Yeah. Irritate my allergies. They're dusty. <laughs> They're yeah. dusty. You know what? Note to self. You mean the carpets dusted. that are hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> you mean these things? Note to self. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. And God. you know, kind of to your point. Oh, I read a, a Twitter follower sent me Roger Ebert's review of this, and I completely Roger Ebert just fucking sucked the dick of this yeah. movie. Mm. He sucks the dick no. out of a lot uh, the of the one movies. that I read. Not not. Mm-mm. Dude, I I read a review that he gave him four out of four. No, the one I have is three. But, oh, but what he said, his biggest complaint was my Still. biggest complaint, where um, he said basically the kind of doing the A and B stories uh-huh. side by side really fucks with the pacing of the film. It really does. It really did. Right. I agree. It and was, it was too much going back and forth. I'm like, okay, wait, what? What's going on? If you're not completely following, you're going to get a little bit mixed up. Yeah. yeah, like it, you really had to. Kinda, I was very confused. Like, I had to be you really had very to focus. Conscious, yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, Ford but, Coppola is very yeah. like you know he's trying to be very poetic in the way that he's trying to tell this story, of which course. which I can appreciate. Don't get of me course. wrong, man. You know, I'm not here to you know bash on his movies because he's made some really good ones too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we'll watch other ones. I promise you on this list. But to which end? I understand mm-hmm. why the first one's up there. I do really not understand no. why the second one is there. I don't understand and why it's, it, won, it won the Oscar. Hmm. This and Return of the King, as of this year, are the only two sequels to win the Oscar. Really? Uh-huh. I just I feel like the first oh. one was so much better than the second Way one. Way better. I just don't understand why. And there they really were... weren't any sympathetic characters in the A story at all. No. I mean, if you look at all the other characters around him, I feel sympathetic to, like, Kay. And I feel yeah. sympathetic to his brother. But I feel a lot of that Fredo? is... Yeah, Fredo. I feel Fredo a lot of that thing. is uh, goodwill from the first movie. Sure. Like, a lot of it asks you to be like, remember how you loved them in the last movie? Movie. Well, well I here they know. are. I didn't I feel know. like they really worked at it. Well, you know, I don't know. I feel I like um, if you didn't even watch the first one, you know, the Fredo, the K characters, even the sister, you know, the the way that they structured them in this story, I did feel sympathetic to them because right in the right away, you have the like the second scene where they're having that giant party mm-hmm. for the bot. I don't, I, don't, what, I don't even remember the first party. First Holy is, Communion. What, communion. That was it. I'm like, they're not Jewish, so it's not a bot mitzvah. Like no kids there, <laughs> one <Yeah>. child there. <laughs> right. So then, great party. So then, uh, you know, you set all the dynamics right away mm-hmm. uh, within that scenario. So, so instead I, I of the wedding, it. it's a first, it's, a, it's first, it's first communion. communion. Yeah, and you, you can. And to me, it just felt like a regurgitation of the second fucking film. I mean, yeah. of the first yeah. film. So by the very end of it, when all these people are dying, 
yeah, it, 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 the same shit happened in the fucking first movie, just not as poetically as it yeah. did in the first movie. Yeah. It didn't have that weight. Like, I didn't care that you fucking killed Fredo in the goddamn boat. No. You know what I mean? What I cared about was, my curiosity was, why does he keep wanting to take that kid on a fishing trip? Because he knew that his brother was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah, he, he knew that. And I was like, oh, that's more interesting to me. Yeah. All that other shit, I was just like... It, you know when Kay said that she killed her kid? Like She was like, it was abortion. It was abortion. I was like, good for you. Yeah, good, good for you. Yeah. I would maybe keep you know? that to yourself until you leave with the kids. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> good, congratulations. He, he backhanded that bitch. He was oh, like, yeah. powder, boosh. Yeah. Smacked her ass. I was like, well, you yeah. know what? You know what's sad, though? Because he already does have a son. Right, like yeah. he has a son, and he wanted to give this business to the younger son, the boy. Right, because he looked at his young, he looked at his older son. He was like, "You a bitch, <laughs> you one dirty ass bitch." He's <laughs> like, "I really just want a, a I just son. like, can yeah. I have a better one than you?" That's pretty much what he was telling. Can him, I have right? a good one? Yeah, can like, I get one that doesn't throw like a girl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you dumb piece of shit. I've caught him in your shoes, honey. Like three times this, today. This, <laughs> he's not going to run the business. Only I'm supposed to be in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. If there's anything in this overall story that I can like be stoked on is the music. The music in this is so much more iconic than anything that's going Agreed. on throughout this entire film, yeah. right? Agreed. And I feel like the music is so interesting, and this is such a good study. If you fuckers out there are filmmakers and want to understand how music emotionally touches you and how it moves the yeah. scene, watch The Godfather 2, because I promise you, you will feel something, even when there's nothing on that actual screen, but because the music is playing in the background and it's coming in and it's swelling at the right moment, it is inferring a lot of that emotional context. Mm-hmm. Much better than anything that's happening on that fucking screen, in my opinion. And I feel that coming from the first one, we have all the nostalgia of the first film, and it opens up with the first chords of that music in the beginning of the second mm-hmm. one, and then you're like, all right, I'm back to be being with this family. Um, so for me, the music was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. Um, I was a little surprised, and I, I mean, I didn't know until I looked up the trivia, but... One thing I thought that was really interesting is the props and the details department kind uh-huh. of messed up a lot because there were a lot of uh, things that were in this film that weren't around historically quite oh, yet. Oh, you mean an anachronism? What is that? Uh-oh. It's when, uh, say for instance, uh, you're watching a Western, something that takes place in the early and 1800s. You see a and you see, yeah, or you see someone reading Sports Illustrated in that scene. That's an anachronism. <laughs> oh, know, interesting. I've never yeah. heard that term before. Yeah, Thank there, you. There was a ton. Amy. There was a lot. A For a while, they had to reshoot some stuff because they were wearing pants with zippers. Oh, uh, gotcha. Zippers weren't around yet. Uh, when they went into Michael, I want to say Michael's. Zippers. <laughs> They went into Michael's mansion, I want to say. There was an ADT sticker uh-huh. on the I saw gate, that. Which that Product security placement. system was not, but that wasn't intentional. They were just using someone's house. Right. And that logo still. But there was a ton. If you look up the goofs trivia and everything, uh-huh. there was a ton of stuff that wasn't around then. Dude, I... Or they'd mentioned certain things that weren't around. And I'm like, like for such a prestigious film, yeah. like that's not great. I thought the ADT was uh, intentional, Mm-mm. but I don't know. Nope. What do I know Sadly if they're not no. around in the 50s? To be completely honest with you, I didn't catch any of that shit. Nor did I care. Like I I'm didn't like, even. Eh, yeah, else? I was like, meh. All right. What? what was interesting is in the in the first movie they say Vito came over at twelve years old, uh-huh. but in this movie it says nine. he came over when he was nine. nine. So I'm kind of curious about that. Not really sure. Doesn't, you know, Francis Ford Coppola matter. didn't want to direct this. He wanted to stay on as a producer, and he wanted someone else to direct it. Uh-huh. And he actually recommended Martin Scorsese, and the executive said no. So he's like, all right, I'll direct it in a few conditions. Well, because he was doing Goodfellas, probably. Martin Scorsese. Not until later. Are you sure? I yeah. Think so, yeah. This one came out in the 70s. Uh-huh. And Goodfellas Good came in the 80s, 90, 80s or 90s. 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 Right. 90s. Yeah. Eh, interesting. Okay. Why, though? Why? Hold on. Sorry, Amy. Mm-hmm. Why Why did he? Why did they tell him no for Scorsese? Uh, it didn't, they were just it like, no. Say. It didn't say. But he had no, conditions. Thanks. Like, he wanted this, these stories to kind of... He wanted these to be done in a way where you could, um, you could have both of them... Playing Simon like like back to back, which no, thank you. That's a whole day, no way. But Ugh. that he wanted that. 
We could play a drinking um, game. Yeah. Oh my god. He. Uh, we have to get our stomachs pumped. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we'd be so sick. Yeah. Get an IV. You know, he wanted one of his films to be greenlit and thing. You know, this is the normal conditions. Um, Marlon Brando. He, they wanted Marlon Brando to come back for that final dinner scene. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm not losing that weight." Well, what he <laughs> what he said was, uh, "He's like, no, with how poorly I was treating in the first film, I'm not going to do this one." But he got to have he his sat kitty on a chair the whole time. Yeah, he, he sat on a chair with a cat that he found in the alley. He didn't the even time. learn his lines in the first movie. He won an Oscar for it, so it's like, really, dude. He and didn't they, like acting. Can he, we just? Oh, he did. Yeah, he he, did he liked money, but he didn't. And he didn't like work, but he he liked money. He didn't like acting or work, but money is money is good. I have a hard time feeling that he didn't like acting. He was so good at it. I, know. I feel like he probably liked it in Give the beginning. You know, like his you know mm-hmm. streetcar named Desire. Like that yeah. that time, yeah. he was just like, yeah, this is good. I love this. I love portraying. I think when he things. got high in his and own then, supply is mm-hmm. when he was just like, you know what, just pay me. Well, then maybe he, or even yeah, moreover, you get in, you yeah. get so to understand how the me. business works. Mm-hmm. You know, he understands how it works, and he's just a pawn in the overall fucking grand scheme of the he's machine. like, you mean I don't have to do shit, and I get paid a lot of money? Anyway? Score. You mean, do you mean to tell me that I'm only getting this part not because I'm good at what I do, <laughs> but because I fucking have a name that you can bank on? Right. Fuck you. Pay me. Yeah, basically. So, um, All right. James Caan asked for his, for his role in the dinner scene. He asked to get paid as much as he did in the first Godfather, and he got paid that. Jesus. So that's crazy. Con. you're welcome awesome uh al pacino uh had issues with this film he like required them to do a lot of rewrites he wasn't happy with it he was frustrated with the pacing he told francis porcopa like uh what do you say serpico takes 37 days or whatever like he just was just really annoyed with because this took i think 109 days oh my gosh i mean yeah it's a three and a half hour movie i have a feeling it took a long time. You could have told this whole fucking movie in an hour and a half. I really just feel like yeah. they could have split up these two minutes. movies and they and kind of refigured the stories, and it would have been strong. It would have been strong to see a prequel of Vito coming as an immigrant, much more entertaining. And and but here's the irony within that: it basically becomes Godfather One again. Yeah, you know you what I mean. Sort of. That, yeah. So with, just without the established family, because he's on his own, so, finding his own way. Can we talk about some of the characters, though? Yes. yes. Some of the Please. characters were weak sauce. Oh, yeah. I thought that his wife, weak. Yep. She was boring. Who, Kay? Kay. Yeah, Kay. Diane Keaton's character, and I like her in a lot of things, like Woody Allen-ish type movies. She's she's a great actress. She's a good, good actor, but... It, but I'm curious if they, on, if they did this on I don't know. purpose. Maybe. I mean, she was just misca... I mean, they could have had, a, like, a, a stronger, you know... Italian type that Woman. could have made it a little like but I think more that's the la- difference. Lorraine Brock. I know, I know you're saying. I mean, was she supposed to be Italian or was she a white? I think white I bitch. she wasn't Italian. She's not Italian. Okay. Yeah, she, right. that was Jewish. kind of Jewish, isn't so she? that was that, that was kind of an issue. She was what? in the first. I think she movie. was Jewish, but I could be wrong oh, there. She? But well, I just know she. Oh wasn't no, Italian. that was Goodfellas. He married the Jew, Henry Hill. Oh, that's right. That's right. But okay. she, yeah, she wasn't yeah. Italian. And that was kind of <laughs> like. Married the Jew, Jewish. We keep getting good. Do we watch Goodfellas or do we watch Godfather? <laughs> what did we just what, see? What did we just watch? What are we watching? Um, I, I agree with you, though. Her character just felt very yeah. weak. But I think at the same time, if you're looking at it from this, this matriarch type uh-huh. of right. standpoint, most of the women, there's not very many women in this film. No, no, no. no. But the the thing is, I mean, she was a ticking time bomb. Sure. She was boiling over. You could see her when they were all on that couch after the attempt on their life. And uh-huh. he dragged her out of bed and everything. You know, when she was on the couch holding her little daughter and she was looking up at her husband like, you motherfucker. You right. once again gotten us in peril and we are in danger all the time, I can't leave my house, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I mean, right. she was just, there There should have just been this this thing that just threatened them. I mean, like, if you read on IMDb, you know, they were saying, you know, he, he fights to keep his family together and his his marriage but was he, in trouble. He didn't. he didn't really care either way. He Mm-mm. just wanted his business to be successful like, oh, for the sake of his business being successful. Yeah. It wasn't just for, the for sake, power. He didn't power. care about anybody. He and didn't this care anybody else about himself. I didn't see any leg- him try- attempts to it, make this legitimate at all. Not at no. all. It didn't have any redeeming quality. Like, you couldn't see him fighting for his family. Like, even with Fredo, Fredo was as heartbreaking as anybody. Right. I mean, Fredo was, you know, in that scene, 
you know, when he, he kisses Fredo on the mouth when they were in Cuba, that was like the Judas kiss. Like, mm-hmm. you betrayed me, yeah. and guess what? I thought it was interesting that Fredo came back, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like Fredo... Did he have came- no shame? Well, I don't know, man. I feel like that was a really interesting moment when he comes back mm-hmm. to the house to be, you know, when his You're mother like, dies. On... Oh, okay, yeah. Right? When his mother yeah. dies and he's yeah. just like, I think at this point he's ready to die himself because he knows. He fucking knows. Taking time bomb. Oh, yeah. He knows. He right? did. He knows what he did to his brother and how it's not going to fly. Right. And, um, you know, he ended up, you know, screwing him. He was the mole. But... Yeah, I mean, there were so many other things that he could have. I mean, you have your kids with this woman, and you love your son so much. And, you know, like when he kisses his boy goodbye, and he's mm-hmm. like, look, I'm leaving for a while and everything. Can I go with you? Yeah, exactly. And he was like, you know, loving his son so much. Why didn't he fight more for that? I mean, he just didn't care. He didn't well, have don't... any redeeming qualities. I didn't I mean, even think he felt like he had to fight for his family. Um, I mean, sure, with Kay, but it was kind of like, you know, you know what you married into. But it's like, for him, I don't feel like he really felt he had to fight for his family Mm because they're not going anywhere. Even told Kay, he's like, you don't think you didn't think I was going to let you take. You can go. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, Bye, bitch. You didn't think I was going to let you go. That's such a dick thing to say. Like, uh, you're not taking my kids because my sister's going to raise them. Yeah. Basically, yeah, is what she was a winner too. You know? Oh my god! I'm glad that she came back. Yeah, though, me too. Because she was because she, really flighty. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting to watch her. I always forget from that a she's very, in these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like coming she's from so a very shy for me. Mm-hmm, a very shy Adrian mm-hmm. to this like ball busting sister. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? And I was just like this wild child that yeah. can't be controlled. Right. Until well, she absolutely needs money. Well, the funny mm-hmm. part for me is like all that was an act. You know, like I, she was doing all that stuff in in. She was trying to, to keep up with the boys. Yeah. No, I don't even think she was doing that. I think she was just so pissed off at her brother because here's, here's the thing. The thing that I like about the Godfather movies, it's about they're movies about control, yeah. right? So when you look at this identity, this family's identity around that idea of control, she couldn't eat shit, date mm-hmm. anything without the okay from her own, yeah. from her brother. Mm-hmm. And when she's you, the princess. So explain Merle. Right, so oh yeah, the the boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, what they were getting. It was married. her flexing her oh, muscle. Yeah. It was her trying to flex her muscle, saying, "Well, fuck you. I'm just going to get out of mm-hmm. here because you're not going to kill me, mm-hmm. right? Because I know you're not going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mm-hmm. have a reason to kill me, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to do all this shit that I want to do to flex my control, but I have to go so far over to the. In fact, she wasn't happy doing any of that stuff, you know. No, and you can see that in that moment where she holds the hand when he tells her, like, "Look, just tell this fucking guy, get the hell out of here." Yeah. And she she holds his hand like, "Fuck, I really should not have brought you into yeah. this mess." That look for me was just so mm-hmm. poignant there. And then we don't see her again till almost to the very end of the mm-hmm. movie because she probably just gets her rocks off and does whatever she needs right. to. And realizing like this is empty and I'm not going to win this way, mm-hmm. that's why she comes back with her tail between her legs mm-hmm. because she gives in where the brother doesn't. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm yeah. just like, yeah. "Fuck, man, that's crazy." Yeah. So for me, if you look at this movie from that lens, that theme of control okay. uh, and power, I can I mean, see that. It, see it's it's a sad, sad, you know, um, a film. sad state of affairs, Gary. Thank you, thank you. A very sad, sad. Tragic was the word I was trying affairs. to look for. But it's at the end of, of the bummer. day, yeah. I my 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 the only the only carrot for me through this entire film was just figuring out. I'm like, okay, who? Who's going to die next? Mm, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know everybody's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Know? But the deaths weren't even that entertaining, really. No. They're no. very anticlimactic. There's really yeah, even no Fredo's was anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, you thought, you know. You just heard a bang and you're like, all right, well. Oh, sorry, Fredo. But he got that wide shot of, you know, of Michael in his den by himself, oh, by himself overlooking the, the ocean, the distance that he's created in his family you know the visual language says everything you know i'm kind of shots i'm kind of curious why they chose that dinner the dialogue for the dinner scene that's what i was thinking too i'm like is this is this uh from the first one (laughs) you know like did they just take it from the first one to do this it felt this well i wasn't really sure what coppola was going for because it, it felt like oh sorry just it felt like um, it should. I mean, for me, I would guess I was assuming it was supposed to be kind of like this family moment where everywhere, like he has this family all around him, they're having a great time. But the scene was him telling him that he was going to leave for the military. Mm-hmm. So I was like, 
with people not being super thrilled about that. So I'm like, but so was the flashback supposed supposed to be like he's always been alone, or he's mm-hmm. always been distant from everybody and hasn't had the connection? Or I guess I don't really understand why that specific inter you know exchange. I didn't even read into it like that. I was like, what the hell is going on? Because yeah. I could have seen how they could have said, like, it was just like, here you go. I'm oh. like, wait a minute. I thought yeah. motherfucker did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really, where it's like, yeah. you know, this was what I had. Like, this is the family. I had this closeness, and now I'm all alone, that contrast. But right. that's not what the scene was about. So yeah. I guess I didn't really understand the oh, purpose. Insufferable. <laughs> God. I mean, just us talking about it like this, trying to get in the head, I don't know. Did Probably you notice that our when when Harry Met Sally actor was in this? Bruno Which one? Kirby. Uh huh. Yep. The uh, the best friend uh, who's with mm-hmm. Carrie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fisher. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really. To be honest with you, I really didn't recognize his ass. Yeah, he was a baby. Wasn't baby that crazy. Baby Bruno Kirby. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Just lost him. him recently, a couple years back oh, really? or something. Oh, yeah, this sucks. yeah. I liked yeah. him. Yeah, Rest. he was really good. Rest really, really good. I did like the scene. Rest in pieces. I did like the scene with the <laughs> shitty, uh, shitty uh, landlord. Yeah, that came back with oh. his tail between his legs. I mm-hmm. thought that was very entertaining. That was probably my favorite. Oh. And that was a good scene. A good scene where he's like yeah. trying to open the door. And... I'm going to tell you right now, my favorite scene yeah. is when you know you got the 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 dawn. Yeah. During the 1920s or whatever yeah. it was, going around being like, wah, 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 yeah, you know, exactly. Creepy ass guy in a white fucking. He suit. was so he creepy. Was creepy, like like that's your uncle that touches you. Yes, you know, that's at the, the pool touch. party. Yeah, you know. Um, but yes. Anyway, you know, I would to kick the shit out of that guy. Are you talking about the the parade scene? No, my favorite scene. That same guy, of, though, right? Yeah. 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 So basically, you know, everybody's yeah. scared of this guy. One gold tooth. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's afraid yeah. of this guy or whatever. And um, the job that <laughs> Vito had, he had, he got fired from because he wasn't able to pay yeah. him because he wanted to do that. And instead of Vito getting pissed off and all that shit, it was a really cool moment where mm-hmm. he was just like, "No, it's it's okay. You've done good for me. You've done good for he my understood. family." He understood how it all worked, and I thought that was such an interesting mm-hmm. way about him. What I loved about those moments that were different from Michael's moments was Vito built his empire on his generosity. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Michael's building his empire on what he's taking. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I liked, and I understood the reason why they wanted to kind of have this parallel storyline happening because, because, again, it's this is how this guy's come into power over time and this is how this guy came into power over time because everybody referenced back, your, mm-hmm. your father would have never have done this. Yeah. Your father would have never have done this. So you see kind of the parallel, one's succeeding and one's failing. Exactly. Exactly. And to me, that's the start of that moment when he got fired and his demeanor and the way that he held handled that up. situation. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even take that food. Exactly. Or, uh, you know, and then he obviously took the food down the line when he actually made, you know, made himself after killing the one guy and the whole town just kind of knew right. who he was. Right. Yeah, but he right. even said, like, come to me if you need anything. So right. it wasn't yeah. just a selfish, like, thanks exactly. for the free food, bitch. It was exactly. like, I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me know what I can do for you. For, mm-hmm. Exactly. And it was built on generosity. It wasn't yeah. built on what can I get from and you. And what Michael's selfishness was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I guess what was the motivation with Michael being like this? Because for me, it didn't money. entirely make sense. Money. But that's it. I feel that's that it's I money and power, in my opinion. Because again, if it comes down it to didn't this even feel identity, like the same character as the first one. It didn't, and that's the hard part for me. Because by the very end of this thing, well, you know, it's interesting. To your to point, me, I loved Michael in the first one. Well, here's the interesting thing. This is the trajectory that that guy's going to go on after the bullshit that he pulls in the first movie. What other direction is that cocksucker going to go in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the only plausible. I don't disagree, or I don't. I don't agree, though. I think it could have been one of those things, to the point of his wife trying to make it legitimate, but because it's a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. to not be legitimate. Watching right. all this shit happen, that's just he can't. He can. He's like fighting, trying to make this legitimate, mm-hmm. and because of that, like all this stuff happens, where it's like has to be ruthless in response to it. Uh-huh. I feel like that would have been more, more interesting than just this kind of quiet, anticlimactic. He's just a, a, a moody emo tween. Yeah, I don't I know. Maybe it's maybe it's something even deeper than that. Maybe it's something along the lines of like you have this this regurgitating theme happening over and over again about like your dad wouldn't be proud. You, I think in some weird way he's trying to make his dead dad proud. Mm. Right. His and dad's doing funeral it... was a big fat bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine being at your dad's funeral and then? Seeing your mom get shot later in the day. That is sad. 
Why are you making us sad, Amy? It's just kind of a bummer for him. <laughs> he never really. Thanks for bringing the pace down. <laughs> Vito never got in, got control. Oh, you're talking of those about emotions. yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant Michael. Yeah. Michael can suck a dick. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about that guy. Yeah, um, that sucked with his mom. I was surprised. By the way, that's. A, I'm glad you brought that up. I was surprised that. In order to like beg for her child's life, she brought the child mm-hmm. because it's like uh, that guy could fucking say no and just shoot him in the head right there, mm-hmm. as opposed to saying yeah. no and then she could go no. back and be like, "We gotta no. get out of here." Right? Nah. You know, I was a little surprised. She fell the grenade for her child. Why well, no? Like, but I'm saying I'm surprised that he while still almost getting him. that motherfucker killed. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We don't know. We weren't in Sicily back then. This is. We weren't. That's we factually weren't. correct. We probably weren't there. <laughs> this is true. Most likely. Speak we for yourself. Live <laughs> <laughs> a goal against the family. I like how we went back to <laughs> nice. talk to the guys. Well that done. was great. That was a great friend. We're gonna dress up Amy. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. we're gonna put a As little naked Marlin, cat in yeah. your hand. Pencil thin mustache. Pencil thin mustache drooling. Do you think there was something wrong with Vito? Because when he comes over in Ellis Island and they put the X on him, that's what they do in Ellis Island when they suspected. mm -mm, That's when they suspected there was a mental defect. That was a mental one. Interesting. I just remember that they said something about smallpox. Yeah, I said that I think that he either doesn't have it or he had it before. Kind of uh-huh. like with chicken pox. Like you can Shit, whatever. Know. But that was for a mental defect. So I was kind of curious about that. He had a really uh-huh. sweet view in his uh, little Ellis Island cell. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Which that was also interesting because the Statue of Liberty hadn't gotten to that point. You know how it's now all green and all this uh-huh. stuff? Hadn't gotten to that point by that by that moment. So. Stop it. I'm just saying Come historians on. would be sitting in that theater going, mm-mm, mm-mm, that bullshit. Zabby Brown. That's bullshit. That's nice looking penny. That'd still be, <laughs> she'd still have a penny coochie. I'm oh just saying God. right now, it's not green. She you does guys. not have gangrene yet. Oh you God. guys. She is but to clean. the to the same point, to the point. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even think straight. I'm just thinking about a giant, yeah, fucking Lady Liberty fupa. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that's your guys's fault. Thank you. No, I'm pointing to Noah. This time it wasn't Amy this that brought true. the conversation to a sexual South. Jesus, that's that's Lady Liberty. Liberty. Is like... She is a lady. She's all insecure. She's like, <laughs> that is a am I, lady. Am I less attractive to you now? Yeah. Fupa. It, what do you mean, Fupa? Do, I haven't had any know, kids. I don't know. Do you no longer about. love me because it didn't used to be green? Jesus is that do you Christ. still love me? Gangrene probably You can find stinks. that button. I promise you that. <laughs> Big ass lady. Gangrene smells bad. Sadly, you can't get all up in her like you used to be able to. You used to be able to get all it's rusted up in her. shut. Well, no, it's at least I think it's rust. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. It's rusted shut. At least, poor Lady Liberty. Oh, all right. Well, you know, it might be rust. Can, can we? Are we done? Yeah. Can like, we just be done? This podcast <laughs> with this film. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more really, about the good parts yeah. about a movie like this, go go listen to the fucking Godfather 1 podcast. Yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. go into the trivia section where they're just like, this yeah. is all just so amazing. You might find that everything. very interesting. And that's, you know what? And that's fine. Even mm-hmm. I asked people because mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. halfway through and I asked people on Twitter, I said, what do you guys think of Godfather 2? Because I'm still torn, like in the middle. Because uh-huh. I was still like, all right. We're gonna get into it. It's like three and a half hours. We're in two hours. We're gonna yeah. But that's the filmmaker in you being like, I'm supposed to love this film. But I'm like, there has to be some. There has to be a switch where I, all of this buildup, mm-hmm. that's just uh-huh. this kind of slow ass, disjointed pacing thing. Mm-hmm. There has to be a payoff. Like uh-huh. I'm just expecting that from Coppola after the first one, because right. Goodwill. Yeah. And so I, you know, which there wasn't. It's so sad, but. I asked people, and then some people were like, "It's a masterpiece." And I'm sorry, um, but I don't. Godfather the first two? one is a well, masterpiece. But my point is, just like when they say a movie sucks or they say it's a masterpiece, I need to know why you say that. I'm not just going to be like, "You're right." I want to know what that means to you because right. that's just such a blanket term where it's I hate like, that shit. and it makes it for both it sucks or it's a masterpiece. It makes me feel like they're saying that because they feel like they have to uh-huh. because of what the film is. Right, right, right. Like, I'm sorry, but Dances with Wolves won Best Picture. 
That movie is awful, and I'll mm-hmm. say that right fucking now. Mom, like, I do not have the same feelings as Noah does. I apologize, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom loves that fucking movie. A lot of people do. Yeah, so yeah. Does my mom. But, but just because really it won it. doesn't mean that it's that you have to just assume that it's this amazing film. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah. At the same time, it's just one of those things where, like, oh my god, it's the most amazing film. You so know, that's they why studied someone... in film school and blah 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 yeah. and all that shit. So you're basically. If you don't like it, go kill yourself. Yeah. Seppuku, if you will. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know. I just. But even with this, you know, know, saying, oh, it's a masterpiece. It's like, tell me more. Tell me why you think that. And when you listen to this, people, people are going to be. People say Scarface. Like, De Palma Scarface was, like, an amazing. I love that movie. I don't like that movie oh, either. I don't really I care. It. All I hear is basically a little chihuahua growling throughout the goddamn movie. Oh, my gosh, yes. That movie. What is it about that movie that you love, though? Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Vito story. Uh-huh. It's the immigrant story kind of coming into power. And then it's almost like a condensed version of Godfather Part 1 and Part 2, where it's like his rise and ultimate falling. It's a very great 80s timepiece. Uh-huh. Um, Al Pacino is amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's actually moments of humor that's pretty great in a movie that you almost think humor shouldn't be in it mm-hmm. i love the part where his friends waiting in the limo and he's being such a fucking pig to the women going by mm-hmm. and they leave because he's being a pig he's like lesbians <laughs> it's like, yeah. i love that i just i love how his character you know he you he has the past in in cuba uh-huh. where he has this <laughs> past that like <laughs> you know he wasn't the best dude then but he's trying to make a go at it here mm-hmm. and just watching how like not doing a very good job not though. doing a great job but doing what he can you know he tried mm. the whole like working in that diner and it's like this sucks no reading this is shitty and finds little ways and meets the girl falls uh-huh. for the girl she's she exactly the same hideous. with him as she was with the last guy uh-huh. but yet now he has a problem with it her womb is polluted yeah, I love that line. Weird. So I just I, I felt like that was an awesome rise and fall story. Got you. So and the story is what's more entertaining. But I think his performance was great in it. I, I feel, feel like, like every committed. gangster movie is a rise and fall story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like some Goodfellas more... rise and fall story. Yeah. But it's just like a rom com. It's it's the same thing. It's a plug or like a rom com where it's always like boy like gets girl, either. boy loses girl boy gets girl back. I mean, right. it's, it's all about how they do it. But right, all right, that right. stuff falls into kind of a formula. formula. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it becomes, like, there's not much you can do. Like, my one of my favorite mob movies is, like, The Departed. That's my favorite oh. Scorsese movie. It's amazing. Like, that movie is really cool because the plot that happens in that. It's hard to watch that, for it's me. It's very hard Ooh. to watch. But yeah. No, I don't like the feels. <laughs> well, the plot, the plot is so tight mm. in a movie like that. Like, coming back to The Godfather 2, dude, I had to, like, really... I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? What are they... <laughs> yeah, totally. What? Just, okay, now he's dead. I didn't even... Huh. But, I, <laughs> but we just met. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, no, why don't they kill that old dude? You I really do I mean? feel like there was a lot of goodwill from the first movie. Yeah. And this isn't, it says Mario Puzo's Godfather Part 2. He didn't write a part two? No. But the thing is, the only it's from the first movie, but the only part that's the first movie is the Vito stuff. Uh-huh. Everything else from Michael, it has nothing to do with Mario Puzo. Uh-huh. But I think they did it just because obviously he gets it's rights for this because it's shit. like characters based yeah, on, maybe. which is what you would do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so yeah. for all those people mm. who are going to be pissed listening to this, all I have to say is talk to us about it. Tell us. Why? Not so much that we're wrong. Tell us why. Or don't. Just keep it to yourself. Or don't. <laughs> exactly. But I feel like I feel like do it. Don't do it. In this podcast, we articulate what works for us and what doesn't work for us to right. the point where you can't really fault us. Yeah. You know. I mean, we're I'm Look, seriously it, not worried about it. No, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Either. Either. And it, like, in whoever's listening to this thing, it's not so much that like fuck you, Coppola. This movie's the worst piece of shit ever. Blah blah blah. It's nothing like that. For me, I like Coppola films. I like all this stuff. I can appreciate the film for its cinematic qualities and all that type of stuff. I just I couldn't get connected to it. Nope. And no, that's the only no. thing. And every not time you almost connect would, to it, I don't care how good it's going to be. And, and and every time you almost connect to something in yeah. the main story, flashback. Flashback. Like, yeah. yeah. We are almost. Yeah. I was almost hard. Almost had, yeah. I was almost hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then. I, yeah. 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 Because Vito's story Classic. had a definite, like, very distinctive arc. Right. Whereas the Michael story was kind of like, you'd be like, wait, I forgot what happened the last time before the flashback to and the point then, where there wasn't yeah. that distinctive or at least not enough to justify a three and a half hour movie. Not Mm-mm. three and a half hours. No, no sir. sir. So, all right. Well, let's well, let's switch gears, Amy. Okay. 
What's making you hard this week? I got nothing. Nothing. Oh, no. You know what? I haven't had any. You know, uh, this week has not been for me. No. This week is like all about work and everything. And oh my gosh. Busy, Somebody send busy, this girl busy, some busy, flowers. Busy. Seriously. I do love flowers, you guys. What's your favorite flower? Um, You know what? I like hydrangeas. I like, you know what? Seriously, I think a tree makes a better gift than any freaking diamond. Oh. I love flowers and trees and all that stuff. So nice. right. uh, yeah. my parents... I grew up, my parents loved um, their garden. Mm-hmm. They would plant garden. They, would, they don't love like, their garden yeah. anymore? No. Well, they still do. Right. Um, well, the way you like, said that is like they piss on their garden now. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they have like, I you know. I was born in the garden. They have a be- beautiful flower garden doing all of this stuff. And I just grew up with that, around that for, yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. Just recently, someone's like, a dandelion's a weed. Like that's yes. how much detail about flowers I know. Uh-huh. Despite the fact I grew up. With parents, like I'm like, oh, that's they're like, no, that's that's a weed, dude. It is a weed. So I did not get the green thumb whatsoever from my parents. Okay, at all. fair enough. Or the cooking. My parents are both amazing cooks, and they've tried to teach me a couple times. I'm like, it's okay. Hence this your is, cold ass peas and bo- grilled turkey <laughs> and hot hence, sauce. Hence, I'm just like, you know what hot sounds sauce. like a culinary delight? My steam in a bag peas and oh, lima dude. beans. <laughs> dude, this motherfucker mm. comes into my house with this with this food. Oh. Like I'm making some. Yeah, you're a great cook. Some good you, ass grub. Both mm-hmm. you and your wife are amazing cooks. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, no, I got, I brought my meal, and I'm just like, it yeah. looks like you're eating like Holocaust food. What the hell's the matter with you? Why do you eat like that, I, Noah? I, I Damn actually, it! It's it's those military packs. <laughs> the MREs. I'm gonna tell you right now, MREs are better than what you're cooking yourself. <laughs> bro. Man, it's, it's just it's just fuel, you know, man. A man can only have so much broccoli during the week, and I be can't do not weird yeah, about it. Yeah, no. You gotta take it easy once in a while. Pastrami sandwich. Bro. Come on. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll have some in and out. That sounds good. <gasps> yeah, but you do that it pussy style. You're like, I'm gonna get in and out today. No cheese, no, no bun, bread. It's just no, no spread, no fries, no fun. Is are, basically. Are you what it comes kidding me? To. I get, I do get water. the no bread, but I get the protein style. But I get two double doubles, two orders of fries. Like uh-huh. that's how I roll. That's what I do. Just no bread. That's it. But I get a lot of the other stuff. Good shit. I'm so hungry right now. Jeez, so let's keep talking about food. Uh, ter- <laughs> I'm a really to good cook you. too, you guys. Seriously, well, good. thanks for I the invite. I come yeah, over and make y'all some food. Thanks. Yeah, you guys can come over to my house anytime, and I will make you food. And my dogs can bite you yeah. at the same time. Or maybe, I'll wrestle your dog. Yeah. I know you will. I'll probably win. You know what? That's good. Then maybe he'll learn some respect about respecting people that come into my house. Yeah. Seriously. Do it. And then when you get him down, just like. Grab his throat? Yeah. Right there. And then he'll be like, okay. I love them so much, you guys. They're my babies. Basically, they're just little floating balls of fur. Mm -hmm. Agro balls of fur. Yeah. You need to stop feeding them that methamphetamine. Feed them real dog food. <laughs> I think so that's much. the problem. Start, start giving them uh, pot brownies. <laughs> calm their asses down. You guys don't under, even understand how much they love me, though. I like sleep right next to my bed. They're like, nobody going to hurt mama. No, they're like, and they're like, we love mom. And if we can't have her, no one will. Exactly. That's exactly. They're no like the possessive will. ex-boyfriend. Mm. Pretty much. The stalkery ex-boyfriend. But you're like, I can't put a restraining order out my dog. Know. They just yeah. watch you sleep. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. It's crazy. Gary, what's making you hard this what's week? What's making me hard this week? Uh, well, I've been uh, I listened to a new podcast called Philosophize This. Oh, interesting. Uh, I like philosophy. Big fan. And uh, <laughs> I like thinking shit. I like I like thinking. <laughs> uh, and the podcast is really great. Uh, I just kind of stumbled upon it through uh, just searching through new podcasts and yada, yada, yada. And I found this one. And it's actually really great. It's, uh, it's basically like a philosophy class. So they take you through Socrates oh. and Aristotle. and Socrates? Uh, Socrates. 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 From Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, oh, which is a movie that we are going to cover for wonderful. the 80s, 90s podcast. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've only Uh-oh. seen it on TV with commercials. I'm sorry, Gary. Go ahead. No, that's you're your good, word. man. Anyway, the podcast is really cool. If you guys like philosophy, you guys like pushing the way you guys think, really cool. Philosophize this. Um, so I've been kind of binge listening to most of that this it's week. awesome. It's pretty good. Very cool. I like it. I like it a lot. A lot. <clears throat> a lot. 
I like it a lot. What's you, making no? you oh, hard? By the way, we're also going to, I'm going to comprise these. We're gonna, Throughout the week, we'll tweet those out, like the suggestions for, mm-hmm. for people. So, oh, cool. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool to try and encourage all that other stuff. Nice. Uh, what's making me hard this week is the comic book Cyborg Rebirth, number mm. one. So uh, I am a Marvel guy. I yes. mean, I pretty much my pull As list at the comic book shop. You are a huge Marvel guy. Yes. Um, you're one Marvel guy. You're one Marvel guy. I grew this up. This guy. <laughs> two thumbs to this motherfucker. This guy. I grew up reading <laughs> Batman and Superman as yeah. a kid. Yeah. But yeah. lately. But I hated it. No, I loved it. Don't but lately, it's kind of not been that great. So I've uh-huh. kind of stuck just with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, um, my buddy, John Semper, who is a lead writer of the Spider-Man cartoon. Name dropper. Name drop. He is the writer for the new <gasps> Cyborg line. Yes. And it's phenomenal. I I added it to my pull list to support him because, Good. I mean, he's been really supportive of me. I've done voice work for him. We'll be doing more voice work for him. So I'm like, you have to support the community and people who support you. Sure. It's really fucking good. Like it's nice. real. So Cyborg was one of those characters where it's like, I feel like DC is like he's a black guy that's a robot. There you go, guys. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Diversity, right? Like I feel like that's really how DC's been treating this character. Um, but his story of it, especially, it's a first issue, and it has this great balance of uh, emotion to the character, and you get a sense of where he came from, like with his family and his origins, in a way that doesn't feel really clunky. Uh-huh. Um. And in fact, I also picked up Nightwing number one because I want to try and get back into that stuff. Sure. Um, and that one, there's promise of it, but that first issue that kind of reminds you of here's where the character's been so far. The recap throughout the the comic is kind of clunky. Gotcha. But this one's very smooth. Um, actually, gives. Is it more of an origin story though? No. 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 It has a little of. Is it an orgy story? Yes. Okay. Is it? Yeah. It's awesome. amazing. Oh, there, but it's robo porn. It's no. That's okay. Uh, I'll jerk off to anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it's 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 actually written Yay. in a way that finally like respects the character. Years back, they did this with Aquaman, uh-huh. where people didn't give a shit. It's like, oh, he talks to fish. That's cute. <laughs> but <laughs> all the dolphins want to talk about our mackerel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mackerel and masturbation. That's yeah, all they want to do. That's it. That's it. It's like yeah. I think. Okay, we're- okay, okay. Guys, I think we're gonna get sued by Disney. Aquaman's All just right. been singing "Under the Sea" this, for like this five whole issues. Entire time. <laughs> Life is much better down where it's Take it from me. But years back, they actually had a writer Sorry. that took it seriously Sorry. and rebooted it in a way where it actually got really good. Uh-huh. And I feel like this is what's gonna happen with the cyborg because the way that mm. it's written and even the way it's drawn is very much like okay, mm-hmm. we're taking the character seriously, and now I'm actually <sighs> looking forward to this movie because they're gonna make it like in 2000. 21 or something i'm Jesus. looking so I'm forward like, to aquaman my friend i'm not I looking forward know. to any of these no, fucking climb jason momoa like a motherfucking Dude. tree and i'm gonna hit every branch on the way down <laughs> whoa I that got vivid care. can i watch you may watch yeah you both may watch you may not join in oh but you may watch but i may watch yeah can i join in by myself in yes the corner? you may all right i cool. encourage that yeah What's i encourage that perfect. shit i'm sorry what's the euphemism for all the branches um, like what? What on fingers, sexually? Wieners, <laughs> nose, wieners, Wiener. eyelashes, wiener, eyelashes, does he have a, nose. Does he have a a double yeah, penis like some shoulders, turtles do? Knees and toes, knees and know. toes. I believe it. I don't know. I, I don't care. It. it doesn't matter. It's gonna happen. He's gonna do the haka all over you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That haka. Oh uh, sweet Jesus. Jesus. Oh, looking, I'm mad. Alright, just just <gasps> use your use your imagination. I'll I'll send you a link to the uh, New Zealand All Blacks rugby team. They do haka. It like psychs out the other team. Oh, like that. okay. Ooh, I, was, yeah. I was thinking Ooh. game. Yeah, I was thinking game of thrones. A lot thrones of tongues. A, a lot of like. I was thinking know. jizz. By the way, I don't know oh. what you guys are saying, but haka. It does sound like something that so you get splooged splooge on you. Splooge. You know. Want a haka? You want a haka? You want that haka? You want a haka? I don't. How about don't some know, haka? <laughs> How about some haka on your pretty neck? <laughs> just, I, wanna, I just channeled Gary on seriously, that one. Seriously, seriously. I channeled yeah. You're like my kids. My kids ran out of glue. He's like, I got this haka for anybody. Haka. <laughs> oh. God. Is that what they use in there? Something about Mary? I'm Is like, that? I looked at Elmer's glue, it's and I'm haka. like, that haka. is not right. That haka. <laughs> Ooh, ew. Mm. All right. All right. Plugs? I don't know. Plugs, Amy? 
Uh, find me on Twitter at the Amy J. Find me on Instagram if you will. If you at want to, Amy J. P. R. Send her some haka and, and uh, some Snapchat if you want. Amy, the, Amy the Ninja Girl. Nice. I may or may not let you see my snaps. You oh. know what, man? I don't have any social media up anymore. You got you jack shit Twitter happening? Anymore? No, I don't really use that bitch. It's kind of gotten boring. You know, I just, I don't know. I just don't use much of it personally. That's okay. And I'm just trying to work, you know, just kind of put my head to the yeah. grind and just that's, get the work done. And I respect that, man. So if you guys want to get a hold of me, talk to my hoe, Noah. There you go. All well, right, I accept that. That's right. <laughs> Noah's uh, Gary's bitch. No, I'm Noah's He's bitch. Not. Oh. We're each other's bitch. It's a mutual it's bitch. It's a mutual bitch. I'm <laughs> all of your bitches. I'm Aww. I'm the bitch for both y'all. Okay? I'm so honored. I know. Amy, you know you are a bottom bitch. No, that's you, my top <laughs> bitch. That's right. In this I room. Will, <laughs> this very room but on outside, this table. Out, outside the garage, my wife's my top bitch. But just yeah. in this room. You know. I you and you I said that backwards. Damn, bottom bitch is more authoritative. No, I have it right. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Whoa. That'll just be between us. We won't let her know. No, we will not. Touche. I love uh, her so much. So for me, for uh, for Twitter and Periscope, the Noah Kinsey. For Instagram, Noah Kinsey. Mm-hmm. For the UFR podcast. Hold on, let me guess. UFR podcast? How did you know? Wow. Okay. Wow. Lucky guess, I guess. UFR podcast for Twitter, for Instagram, the it's website. It's on my bio, you guys. It's on Click Amy's on it. bio. Click on it. Click on it, damn it. Well, somebody just click it. Just click, click it. You guys know you want to click, click it or take it. Exactly. Click it. <laughs> um, so definitely sign up for the giveaways. We have giveaways every month, mm-hmm. which is cool. We have an awesome Superior Spider-Man poster for all y'all. Mm-hmm. She does have long form mm-hmm. hair, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's That's just the costume. Oh, that's just a costume. It seems like it get, would get in the way. You think a little bit, especially Imagine with those like laser trip wires. Yeah, like a, okay. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, subscribe, rate, and view on iTunes. That helps us out a bunch. Appreciate very much. So, <laughs> I like how you're shortening things. I'm shortening them because you're very I'm efficient. Very Noah, what are we doing next week? The birth of a nation. Oh man! The fuck is in that? Uh, racism. Like racism. <laughs> That's uh, the star of the movie. Uh, yeah. Somehow it's still an AFI's list, and I'm looking forward to seeing why. I'm holding a gun to my head because I am just gonna kill myself if I have to watch that movie. Oh, it's been nice knowing you. I love you. <laughs>